Hello and welcome everyone to your favorite unnamed virtual bar. It's episode two of Beer 30. I'm your host, Luke McDermott, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Drew Grill. Yeah, if anyone out there who's listening has, like, names, we need to name the bar. I mean, no one's going to go to a bar without a name, unless you're, like, a douchebag. Like, hipster? That seems like a hipster thing, right? Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, so we're not doing that. We need a name for the bar. Any ideas, tweet them at us or text us, whatever. We're probably, like, anyone who's listening probably has our numbers, let's be real. So... (laughs) <laughs> uh True. yeah i guess with that you crack your beer right on Ooh, that was synchronized All right, what are you drinking today bush light again okay i went to hard seltzer today so yeah i went to uh i went to the ejaculate evacuate and they didn't have any like different kind of beers other than just like regular stuff so i just went with the same all righty so Hopping into our first segment, who are you going to bounce? No. Would you like to start? No, that's not where we're starting. We're starting with a new segment. Oh, yeah, the new uh, segment. Duh, this is this is fun for me today. <laughs> yeah, you best. All right, Drew, would you like to explain the new segment to our listeners? Yeah, well, okay. So after last week's episode about community, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I corrected Luke on a quote that he made from Community, and less than a few hours later, after we got off recording, Luke was real petty about it and sent me the actual quote, and he was technically right. So that I gave me a great it. idea for a new segment, because I think this is something you would definitely do in a bar with your bar buddy. I mean, you fucked up. You were wrong. They were right. You got to make amends. So, new segment called Make Amends. Where Luke's going to make me do something with drinking, like take a shot or shotgun a beer or do the shotgun out of like a, I was thinking, you ever shotgun a bottle with a straw, Luke? Oh, no. Yeah, dude, that sucks. That, That's hard. That does not sound fun. Yeah. Or there's one rule, no icing. Since we live so far apart, I am not going out buying a six pack of ice just to drink one. So that's, that's the <laughs> one stipulation. I will never do an ice. I've turned down so many and everyone says, you can't do that. And I absolutely can. And I look them in the eyes and I say, yes, I can. <laughs> Remember that people, when someone ices you, you can totally just say no. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that for a lot of things too. I mean, but. yeah, but like people get pissy about that. Honestly, when you say no to an ice, you could do that. Like I'm doing it. So. All right, well, for your men's this week, I'm just going to make you shotgun a beer. I think that's a good way to start it all off. Well, I I guess we're going to have to like make videos on Twitter, huh? Yeah, it's probably the easiest way to do it. I don't Yeah. No, that's not an enjoyable listening experience. Yeah, no, one for sure. no one wants to listen to us like, choke down a shot or choke a beer. <laughs> that would be really bad. So to save our listeners' ears, uh, we're gonna we're gonna post Twitter videos of these. So I don't know when I I'll do it tonight, I guess, and I'll just post. Oh, let's it. wait till we release the episode. So okay. once the episode's out, you'll reply to the gotcha to our uh, got it, and then with that video, right on. All right, then we are moving into our next episode now. For real, who's getting bounced? No, we're not. Would you like me to start? Did you even check the itinerary, Luke? Uh, no, I did not. 
I thought we're this is a segment. Topic. What's no, the actual segment? No, we're then? getting into a topic. Oh, okay. Okay. Because, yeah. I messed You're that excited one up. about this one. I'm excited about this topic. I'm excited about this whole episode, if I'm going to be honest. So if I'm ramped up, that's the reason why. Mm-hmm. This topic, uh, you know what? I'm just going to explain it. So basically, I'm pretty sure everybody's heard that the footage of the UFOs have been uh, declassified now so that they've been confirmed by the government that they are real, unidentified flying objects. And to me, I mean, it brings up a lot of things to me. It's like, okay, well, what were they? That was a long time ago. And if you listen to the audio of the people there, it's like U.S. Navy men, I believe. And they're talking about how fast it's flying, how there's like a group of them. And then if you actually watch the video, you can see the thing like rotating it at an unnatural like angle to be like flying the same direction as it's rotating. Um, I mean, I'm just, do you have anything to say about it to start, Drew? Well, I wanted to start off when when you brought this up. We're getting into dangerous territories here for if we're we're doing bar talk. Because there's some rules that I feel like we actually should have brought up last week now that I think about it. At the bar, you know, like no politics and no religion and like no work talk. And this topic could get into like religion and and, uh, politics. So I just want to, I just want to like put that out there. Like we're not going to go with that on it. At least we're going to do our very best to stay yeah. as far away from that stuff as possible. Yeah. And if, I mean, if we're going to go politics, in. we're just going to make fun of the general stupid stupidity of it. True. But anyway, True. um, like it's really cool, I guess is what I thought, but it's also not that big of news. Mm-hmm. I didn't think cause like, yeah, it's just saying UFOs are real, and that's an unidentified flying object. So it's saying that something we don't know what it is is real. And, like, people have had encounters with UFOs and stuff, like, seeing UFOs. And, like, that that confirms that they're already real. I don't, I don't, like, I just didn't get that excited about confirming it. I got excited about, like, what confirming them entails, like, the government is doing behind this excuse mm-hmm. me, behind the scenes with UFOs. Cause that means like yes. they're doing research and maybe there's like a defense apartment against like extraterrestrial beings that we don't know about and shit like that. Like that makes you question the space force just a little bit. Yeah. Like the necessity of it. Cause um, they built their like first weapon and it's like a satellite jammer. And I mean, you never know, like, just like like you said, the, the implications of this means like what else are they hiding? Like, is that the only thing that weapon is? Is it just a satellite jammer? Does it only jam, jam like earthbound frequencies or like is it jamming other things? Like it, it makes you wonder a little bit. But at the same time, it's also like you said, it's not that like big of news. Yeah. I'm sorry, I laughed when you said satellite jammer. All I could think of was uh, space balls where they jammed the satellites. <laughs> oh. No, I didn't even hear about that. That's crazy. But yeah, like uh, whoever said uh, like Space Force is going to be a thing, I was like, that's stupid. And now I'm kind of like, well, maybe there's something we don't know about. Or like, I don't want to like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist on shit, but like, 
I th- aliens got to be real. I mean, the universe yeah. is huge. I mean, to say that we're the only intelligent species is crazy to say. Still, I think like, it's even even like freakier to think about that we're the only life out yeah. there. It's like, oh, I really hope that there are other aliens or other life forms. Maybe I don't want them to be like super advanced or anything, but I hope we're not the only life out there. I hope we're not the only like crazy coincidence. Yeah, because that's scary. That yep. like that would make us like. I think that'd make us all freaks, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, like absolutely. universal freaks, like the t- like tippy top tier of freak. Whoa, because that would be like if we are the only, uh, like intelligent life, or I mean, maybe we'll just like leave it with like self aware that so they like know that we're here or something like that. If we're the only life at all, that's even scarier. But if we're the only intelligent life, that makes us just the weirdest beings oh, yeah. ever. That we were able to develop like cognitive processes to like think and produce other things. And yeah, it's yeah, pretty like crazy. There's only like microbes and stuff on any other planet. And then there's just us. I mean, that's also another theory is that life is only like such a short flame so like basically once the human race goes extinct another life form might like come about just because it takes so long for life to actually develop it could take like the entirety of the human race's time span to develop a different life and then once the human race disappears that life is brought about so there's only like one intelligent life in the species in the universe at a time so that's like, another like theory chances are you're saying is that we're not going to overlap with another intelligent species yeah 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 or, you know, or the I bounds of life itself are make it impossible to lap overlap because of all of the theories yeah that's Man. okay that's a little less scary than being all alone oh yeah i agree with that being the only instance of something is pretty mind warping to think about honestly i mean that's like that's anxiety on a whole nother level for any of the any of you guys that haven't actually uh seen this video go look it up um i'll try to tweet out links after the pod as well just to show you guys and make sure you find one where the like the actual people on the video are talking about it not like commentary over the video commentary is not needed because you'll be able to understand why it's such like an interesting i'm more interested by like what those guys said within the video they're like it's moving so fast look at it rotate and it's like are there just aircrafts that people just don't know about like obviously there's experimental ones but i wanted to see if like maybe after that time frame after that video's time period if like an aircraft from a different country did come out that could do that weird rotating stuff and did move at those speeds but i couldn't find well, well my thing my thing with that like a couple of those especially that one they are like does it seem a little too convenient how that spaceship looks like that's like cartoon like classic what a spaceship looks like and how it works so like i mean you know what i'm saying that could be all derived i know but like maybe the cartoon is derived from reality that that is a segue to later in the podcast for me when we finish out the or the pod i mean so we'll 
we'll talk about that later, but it seems way too convenient. But it's also like a crazy video that, I mean, it just takes off and then it's gone. I think the thing that's insane for me is the people that are filming it, like the Navy SEALs, or like it's a it's in branch in the military. But whoever was talking um, probably had something to lose if that video got out. Like, I don't think it's probably kind of a. I'm basing this off of a different story that I'll talk about at a different time where these two guys found a alien spacecraft, quote unquote, allegedly, and then they didn't talk about it. And then when they did talk about it, they lost all of their medals, all of their commendations from the military. So like they didn't have anything to gain from talking about it. They only had things to lose. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that's why it's so interesting to me because like those Navy men, probably i mean we didn't hear from them who's the oh man what was the guy's name that found it it was a blink 182 or like Sounds he was the long. one that, yeah he was the one that basically like forced the government into saying yeah this is real yeah he's like a huge like into this i've seen a couple of those videos before because he like he finds them somehow and i don't know he's like crazy into aliens and this whole time i've been trying to work in blink 182 puns like with song titles and lyrics and i i can't do it it would have been funny though <laughs> all right is that all we have for the ufos yeah i mean it's really like that's crazy though it's just crazy i'm i'm i just think it's so funny that everybody's like yeah so what ufos exist we have a global health crisis on our hands right now yeah, we don't care it's yeah, I but that's also like kind of part of my point. I've seen the memes where it's like UFOs just got confirmed. It's not even big news. I'm like, well, it's not even really big news anyway. Yeah, it never yeah, really we all people would just be like, oh, okay, sick. Yeah, like we're all like, all right, cool. They acknowledged it, but like, I feel like any reasonable person, like, but no one's going up to each other and be like, hey, man, do you believe in UFOs or aliens? I feel like I haven't had that conversation with somebody just randomly lately, so I, <laughs> I can't really say. I mean, now people get to hear it at the bar. <laughs> now you're over here in our random bar conversation. Look at that. Yeah, I'm, no, that's all I had was. All right. So now we're jumping into the segments. There you go, bud. Hey, perfect. <laughs> I nailed it. Third time's a charm. Got it. Who's getting bounced? So. I want to bounce the French language, not the French people, just their language. And I just have a few points as to why. They don't pronounce half the letters. They don't have words for 80, 90, or 600. Yep. They call potatoes, earth apples. Oh, here, I'll jump back. 80, what they call 80 is 420s. They call 90, 420s 10. And they call 600. 60 tens. Those are the literal translation translations. I think the literal translation is 60 10. 60 10. 420. I don't even think they say 420s. And then oh. uh, 420 10. 420 10. <laughs> no, I think it is 420s, but I just think they say 60 10. Okay. Yeah. Either way, just as ridiculous. So dumb. I mean, and English then, is not a great language, but <clears throat> French is. Whew. 
Oh, absolutely. I don't I don't agree that English is a great is a good language by any means. But this phrase in French. <laughs> so the green worm goes towards the green glass. This is what it sounds like through Google Translate. Le vert 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 le vert vert. <laughs> Let me play that one more time for all of you guys that missed all of the same word. Le vert 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 le vert vert. <laughs> so that is why I want to Bounce the French language. <laughs> I've never even spoken it. I've never taken a class. I've seen things and posts and memes about it. And I'm like, this can't be real. I didn't believe it was real at first. When they said they had no word for 80, I was like, that's not true. Earth apples. And then I was like, Earth. <laughs> apples come from the earth. I mean, what are you talking about, people? Uh, do they call apples just tree apples? Yeah. <laughs> They have to. They can't just be <laughs> apples. They have to be treated. They probably do. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> so that's why. That's why I want them bound. That language, not not the French people though. They're they're fine. I bet I they care. say. I bet they say like tomatoes or like vine apples or something. <laughs> god, upside down uh, yeah, apples. That is a. I like that one. All right, Drew. Do you have anybody to bounce this week? Yeah. Um, this one's a little personal. I'm, uh, I'm moving out. So I was packing up all my shit today and, uh, I want to bounce whoever decided to create felt coat hangers. Oh my God. Dude, they are a menace to society and need to be put down. I mean, (laughs) all they're good for, they're not even like. They send a shiver down my spine better than they hang clothes. Every time you can't I can't touch them. Yeah, every time you touch it, your whole body just tingles and it's disgusting. Especially, oh my god, have you ever like just cut your fingernails and had to Oh. Dude, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I hope everyone who is listening to this just shivered. I did. Cuz I, did. I can't. Yeah, Oh. I, I didn't even, like, realize my hatred for them until you Dude, said it. They're the like, worst. Oh, man. I've always thought this. They're the worst. I They're useless. Oh, just, and they're, like, more expensive. Just get, like, $2. Like, you get, $2 is, like, 20 plastic coat hangers at Target. <laughs> I'm sure those felt are, like, at least 5 to $6 for 20 of them. If not more. What is the point? What are they even used for? Yeah, what's the point of it? To, for your mothers to torture you for eternity because you don't ever buy hangers until you're like <laughs> 23 and finally getting your own place and moving out of your dad's and you realize you've been using the same hangers since you were like eight years old. <laughs> oh, God. I'm having a mental breakdown. Okay, yeah. Those are getting <laughs> bounced immediately. Oh, fuck you guys. Felt hangers, man. Dude, All right. Whoever, I'm going to, I need to look up if there is a specific person that made those a thing. <laughs> I will find them. Okay. I can't. Uh, the personal vendetta. I want the inventor of a felt coat hanger on a felt coat hanger. I don't know. Really All right, on to our next segment. Right? Do you have anybody else to bounce, or no, no? All right. Yeah. So we're buying around. I do not have anybody this week to buy around for Drew. 
Okay. Your turn. Uh, he has turned into an internet meme sensation today. But I was watching. Have you watched The Last Dance, Luke? No, I have not. Okay. So, like, I know you're not into basketball, but, like, it's really cool just to see how, like, huge Michael Jordan was as, like, a world figure, pretty much. And that was, like, a really cool episode last night that was basically about him in the Olympics and how he was just, like, huge all over the world. And then they started to talk about how he loved to gamble. And so there's this clip of him gambling with one of the security guards at, uh, I can't remember what it is, in the United Center in Chicago. Okay. And they're just throwing quarters at the wall. And whoever's quarter lands closer to the wall, they, you know, like that's how they're gambling. They win. So, because Jordan would just gamble on everything, I guess. Uh, I guess when you had the money. Yeah. And so, like, he threw it at the wall and he gave... Uh, this security guard who had like this, he had white hair. He had, it's not a mullet because it was all long. So he had like long, like shoulder length hair and this white mustache, this goofy, skinny looking security guard. And Jordan threw it at the wall and he gave this dude four chances to try it. And the guy got it on the first try. And he turned to Michael Jordan and he gave him the Michael Jordan shrug from when Michael Jordan dropped the record 63 <laughs> points in the NBA playoffs. And the balls on this man <laughs> to shrug in Michael Jordan's face is amazing. I looked up That's his name. Incredible. I looked up his name. His name is John Michael Wozniak. So I am buying a round for that man because the balls. Cheers to that man. <laughs> the unmitigated gall. Oh man, dude! I saw that and I started laughing my ass off. And in in the morning, he was an internet sensation already. That's incredible. That's so awesome. Uh, yeah. Right. Hold on. Hold and on. Now? Wait. Hold on. Shh. Oh yeah. Just a little so ASMR crazy. for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's getting any tingly sensations from that, my friend. Well, maybe in the nether regions. <laughs> okay, so UFO talk. We're uh, we're probably gonna relate a lot of like our talks to movies. I feel like and like lists or just trying yeah, to talk TV about shows, the movies. movies. Yeah, and well, at least for a while, feel like get the listeners a little. Like feel like our viewpoints on things. I feel like movies really help that. Oh yeah. So we're going a top five alien movie list, and we need to explain aliens because we wanted to relate it to the UFO talk. Yeah. So these it's got to be a movie where the alien or aliens are either the main plot point or they like the fact that there are aliens is. A surprise it's not normal yeah so like so for example yeah. star wars star trek it's normal for aliens to be around even though aliens are like the main characters still we're not including those because we want them to be to be more specific like the alien being there is the main focus yeah so like we could do the first thor movie and the first avengers movie 
Yeah, we couldn't do anything after like the Avengers movie because it's not surprising anymore that there are aliens and the aliens are the main plot point in Avengers and yep. Thor. So if everyone's clear on that, I think we should do back and forth. Like I go f- or you go five. I got my number five. You go then. five. I started last week. Okay. I'll go my number five, but we're going to go back and forth. All right. Hit me with it. I couldn't decide between the two, so I went Alien and Aliens, one and two okay. in the Alien series. Because, uh, what I, I got notes. Oh, shit. Uh, well, like, I couldn't pick because I think Alien is, like, the better story and, like, the more classic movie, but Aliens, Aliens is, like, a way cooler 80s, like, special effects and like fight and there's multiple aliens and it's like an action movie the first one's like intriguing because they have like found an alien and two sigourney weaver absolute babe i true, mean true. uh i like i mean just cla- i mean obviously aliens got to be on the list for top five alien movies so yeah alien and aliens <laughs> all right well my number five now this one, I the reason it's number five is because of the ending. I wasn't super sold. It's not a terrible ending, but it's Oblivion. Now Ooh. this is a Tom Cruise movie, and spoiler alert: I'm going to give you that right now. If you haven't watched this and you actually want to watch this, the main character is a, quote unquote an alien. So uh, the basic plot line here is. Uh, you're following Tom Cruise and this other uh, actress. I, I can't remember her name. I don't know her. She's not very well known. But they are doing robot repair and drones on Earth. And the plot line, or the idea is Earth got attacked and uh, humans won, in quotes. Um, but now they have to like work to rebuild the Earth, right? Mm. So then Tom Cruise goes around repairing drones. And then all of a sudden, this spaceship crashes into his sector and you're not supposed to leave your sector because if you leave your sector all of your equipment will stop working right well the spaceship crashes down he opens it up he's like these are humans like these are alive humans um don't attack or whatever so he takes the pod he um starts uh he like saves this one lady and then basically you go on to find out the things that he have been fighting he's been fighting the whole time are actually the humans um, he was an astronaut that got sent to space to check on this object that was out by Jupiter, I believe, or something like that. Mm-hmm. They call it the Tet. Yep. Him and his space crew get uh, like near it, and then him and this redhead lady, which is the other main character, go in. Well, the Tet is actually an alien spacecraft, and what it does is it duplicates those two, attacks the Earth with them, and then uses them to harvest all the Earth's resources. So the main character and his partner are aliens, duplicates of the real space uh, astronaut, space astronaut, the real astronaut (laughs) that went out um, and like got captured by this. And then the pod of humans that came back was the actual space crew that was with him. They were just in like hypersleep or whatever. And... I've only seen clips of that movie and it's never It's a been, really good it's never movie. Been the ending. Damn. Yeah. Tom Cruise. All the way up until the end. 
Because basically what happens is, oh, it's Morgan Freeman's in it too. Incredible, Ooh, obviously. Yeah, nice. You know what? I, I won't spoil the ending for you if you actually want to go see that. Because yeah, I actually. I'm work. spoiling the fact that he's an alien, and I've you'll seen have that. that. Though, but okay, yeah. So the ending is. Sorry, then I'll leave that up. So that's the only reason it's five because the ending was lackluster. I was like, ah, okay, I'll deal with it, but it's not the best. Yeah, that's the worst though. I I can't stand a bad movie ending. All right, let's yeah, number four, okay. My number four, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Dude, same. No way. Yes. Yeah, dude, such <laughs> a good movie. Oh, man. Martin Freeman. I mean, fucking Bilbo Baggins is in it. This is when I got introduced to Zoe Deschanel, who's... I love Zoe Deschanel. She's hilarious. True. I love True. Sam Rockwell in any role that he has in his bit <laughs> as like the president of the universe. And he's got two heads and one head is a complete fucking asshole. It's an amazing bit. The opening, a uh, big RIP to Alan Rickman as Martin in the movie. Cause yeah. the depressed robot that Alan Rickman voices is the best character in the movie by far. Oh, Absolutely. He just, he he's there for majority of the comedy. I feel like. Oh yeah, I feel like it's him oh. and Sam Rockwell. It's Sam Rockwell being like a dick, but like a lovable Sam dick. Sam Rockwell. Then, he doesn't like. You can't go wrong with Sam Rockwell. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything bad. He's in the MCU. He's uh, Justin Hammer in the MCU. He's in Jojo Rabbit, and he just those are the two that first popped in my head. And though his roles in both of those movies are just incredible. Seven Psychopaths. His first role in a movie was like uh, the 91 or whatever, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle live action movie. He's one of like the punk kids in there. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, I was watching it like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, that's fucking Sam Rockwell, the kid with like the three lines, but he's like the leader kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's a great movie. I mean, you can't rip up. I mean, it's. A nostalgic I movie, I guess. It's oh. not a good movie. I rewatch it. Not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have one more thing yeah. to say on that one. So uh, this actually highlights one of the theories, like one of the prominent theories about alien life. And I think super interesting. And then it's basically like human life is so uncivilized and unadvanced that we are just ants. And that um, other alien like species could be able to harness like our star universe and literally wouldn't care about us at all and like that's basically the plot to hitchhiker's guide of the galaxy it's like yeah. they destroy earth to make what was it uh hyperspace i can't remember the terminology but basically oh, it's yeah. a highway in space yeah they may yeah they're destroying earth to make like a ah uh, yeah i can't remember what it's called but you're right it's a space highway yeah, and that's one of the, that's one of the prevalent theories that like human humanity is actually that uncivilized that our planet could just get blown up and we would have and no the other aliens would have no idea about it or care if they did know about it. Mm -hmm. I think that's yeah that was super interesting. And what I realized uh, when I was well, I guess not realized, but I was looking this up for like the cast and everything because I haven't seen hitchhiker's guide in a while and uh deep thought the like supercomputer that comes up with the ultimate question that's helen mirren's voice 
Oh my goodness! You're so right. It is it's so crazy. I was like, <laughs> like I would have never known that when I. Oh, I love Helen Mirren. She's made the silver fox, Helen Mirren. Preach. Yeah. Um, Hallelujah. I think that's all I had. R.I.P. Rickman. R.I.P. Man. So that was all that's right. crazy. It's your number four too. Okay, my number three. Yeah. Man. Uh, my number three is Paul. Dude, I I was going to watch this movie specifically for this, but I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, I, I actually own Paul. <laughs> I I love this movie. It is, I mean, uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost just do not make bad movies, and this is probably like one of my least favorite Simon Pegg and Nick Frost movies. And it's still amazing because it's just because Hot Fuzz and uh, are they the ones with the bar at the end of the? No, I don't think that's. Him. They're the ones traveling with Paul. Oh yeah, yeah. I know who they are. I was, oh, I was gotcha, quoting yeah. a movie title, but I don't think it's them. Ah, uh, but I mean if Seth Rogen. Fuzz, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Seth Rogen as the alien, and like back to what I said earlier, how it was like convenient that the spaceship looks like, uh like a cartoony kind of spaceship. Mm-hmm. Paul literally explains that away because he looks like an average alien. Cause they asked that question. Like, why do we like, am I not surprised how you look? Why do you look like that? He's like, cause we, uh, cause the governments of the world have been projecting my image into your mind subliminally through media and all this stuff. So you don't freak the fuck out when we, you, first time we actually meet. Wow. And I was like, that's, I mean, that's genius plot. Like, that is a really, really smart plot point in a movie. It really is. Yeah. A comedy and, movie, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This that's so, that's this such movie an intelligent way to explain that. And uh, that's one of my favorite scenes, actually, is him on the phone with Spielberg. And he's like, uh, he's telling Spielberg what to do with E.T. because he's also that. <laughs> He's also got like that healing power, like ET or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so like they use that, and uh, there's so this cast is amazing. So Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Seth Rogen, Jason Bateman, Jane Lynch is in it for a little bit. Uh, Kristen Wiig is in it. She's like the daughter of like a super religious guy who is John Carroll Lynch, who is one of my favorite character actors ever. Um. It's super funny how they like the interactions between Kristen and uh, Paul because she like freaks out when she sees him. And then like she completely like throws religion and God out the window once she sees Paul basically. And after she freaks out and she just turns into like a total fucking whore and like or not like really like she said she's going to because whatever. Uh, But I mean. Jesse Plemons, Sigourney Weaver's in it. Back to Sigourney Weaver. Uh, Bill Hader, Joe Latruglio, Joe Latruglio. Like, amazing cast, super funny jokes. I love that movie. I need to find that. I need to watch that movie. I need to find it and watch it because that sounds incredible. I wonder if my... I'll, I'll check my DVD if it has the digital code. Digital. Heck yes. Send that over, dog. Um... You're number three. Transformers. <laughs> now, I didn't even think of that. Wow. Exactly, dude. And this one like popped in my mind because I saw somebody tweet about it. And I was like, 
holy crap, the Transformers are aliens. And that, the original Transformers movie, is so amazing. Dude, Shia that. LaBeouf and Megan Fox are like, like, they just nail their roles in it. And then, like, it was so cool to see that live action and, like, that like realistic CGI. Yeah, oh CGI my gosh. Still stands like 12 years later. Oh, it's beautiful. Not to mention the Lincoln Park song that happens. Obviously, oh, God, the Lincoln no. Park song and all of them. I can't remember which one happens in Transformers, but um just that can't be one of your good reasons for no. What? You don't oh, you no. can't tell me that those songs don't hype you up in that movie. Yeah, I'm out on Lincoln Park. Ah, uh, you're just... Alright, whatever, man. That's fine. Those songs are awesome. Oh, man. No, I'm with you. I'm sure, like, I haven't watched it in a while. Maybe. But I, like, I love that pick. That was, like... Remember, remember middle school when that came out? That was, like, middle school, right? I think so. No. Uh... No. Maybe. When did the first one come out? Yeah, because it would be like 7th, 8th grade. But I just remember... 2007. Oh, okay. So like 6th grade. Yeah. 6th, 7th. Anyway, Megan Fox was like the shit at that she... time with us middle school boys. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> she was the talk of the town. That might have been like... That might have been a lot of like middle school boys introduction to you know what and all right (laughs) (laughs) true number two arrival all right i have plenty to say about this movie oh do you oh yes i do is it my number two though oh if it's absolutely okay i'm just gonna well okay killer cast at least the like main three people or a killer cast. Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, and Forrest Whitaker. Um, the like intrigue to this movie and like the realisticness of how they interact with the aliens, like having to learn their language and how they mm-hmm. have to teach them our language and like whether or not they even understand language like we do and shit mm-hmm. like that. And then it goes into a total fucking like time uh, I like it, it talks about the concept of time and I love movies that can talk about the concept of time in like a really unique way because some of them can be really fucking stupid like as soon as like this like yeah, if this Avengers didn't do the time ever. travel thing well like that movie would suck uh, ass you know what I'm saying like, it would have been so bad like it, that, that will flip the switch on a movie and Arrival does the time thing amazingly I like the language thing even better and forget about the cinematics and the score in this movie. The score in this movie is haunting, and it gets oh you gosh. so engaged. I absolutely love it. Uh, there's like a scene that I remember. Uh, it's like the first. It's when they first see the heptapods, which the aliens. I should have mentioned at the beginning of my list the look of the aliens in a lot of these movies, at least like serious movies, like Arrival, have like a big impact on the movie for me at least too. And the aliens. In Arrival, the heptapods. Yeah. They're super cool and they're creepy and like you never actually really see them. 
But yeah, no. Oh, it's uh, so the, cool. When they first meet, or when they first see the aliens, uh, there's a shot of Amy Adams' face, and it's just her in like her hazmat suit, but the whole background behind her is black, and it's just like it's so. And the score with it, it causes so much anxiety. It is such a good movie. Love it. You're on the edge of your seat the whole time, and it's oh, a slow have, movie. Like it's not. An it really film. is. Yeah. It's not like there's not a lot of action. I don't. I don't even know if there is any action. I oh, just know that it's. Yeah, sorry. I'll get into it. Do you have anything else to say about it? No. I, yeah, I have a feeling I should have waited yeah. to talk about it, but yeah. No, that's okay. I have more to add to it. <laughs> okay. There's two. a lot. My number two is Independence Day. Dude, that's all right. We just flip flopped our Can ones and twos. Yeah. One to two. yeah, dude, my number one's Independence Day. Okay, let's talk right, about Arrival. Let me talk about Arrival. Yeah, yeah. Yep, perfect. Okay, Damn, so I knew we'd have... <laughs> This uh, is hilarious. Yes, all right, go. And you guys wonder why we started a podcast. <laughs> Anyways, the parts of this movie that are so awesome to me is like, and I don't mean this in like a racist way or anything like that, but the, how China translates it. Um, there's like very specific portions of this movie where it's like, they're trying to tra- translate uh, the alien language um, because they found like a similar word that they can go off of. Um, but the Chinese are using uh, Mojang, which is the like that war, that tile war game. So basically uh, they're interpreting it in more of like an aggressive way than we are, than like the Americans would. And then, they kind of just like pull away from helping everybody. I think that's so like the way they encapsulate the real world is and how people would actually react to it is awesome. The most realistic alien movie ever, like through and through every aspect politically, like emotionally, like language barriers and like all that stuff I was talking about earlier. It is so realistic. I love it. I'm going to give a little spoiler alert right here, because if you haven't seen Arrival, this will spoil it. But basically, the alien language um, is this like thing that they're offering the humans, because in 3,000 years, the humans are going to help the alien race. Now, what it allows humans to do is see future events as if they're memories. So now there's a hypothesis around this called the I had to look this up because I was so interested yeah, like crazy. about the, this. I had looked up this whole movie because one, I love it and I wanted to get more in depth in it, but it's called the Sapir Wharf hypothesis. I probably pronounced it wrong, but it basically is saying that the speaker's language shapes their cognitive processes. So if you're able to understand a language that is like allows people to see into the future, your brain can also see in the future because the aliens words are a big circle all of them are and they have different like me like the they don't represent sound either they like, no. just represent something not even like a it's not even like word language it's it's, it's like, very hard for yeah. it's weird it's very hard to explain the whole thing um, is like cyclical too it's like it's a movie yeah. you gotta watch a couple of times it's very so good. That, I think the re the idea behind the circle is like, it's never ending. There's no start or stop. So you would be able to see your quote unquote whole life. If you look at it as a circle, 
because there's no star to stop. That that was like my interpretation of it. Yeah, and that, I just what I thought too. That's exactly how I saw it. This is like one of the craziest, most like it made me think so much. This whole movie, and whereas alien movies are mostly like big explosion here, big explosion there, um, and then some plot lines here and there. Yeah, and this I mean, one it, was like, I hope you're ready to fucking think. Yeah, and I just. I love and then your points about it. the score, dude. Uh, <laughs> like I didn't even think about that, but you're so right because it just it highlights the moments and brings all of these like climaxes and these low moments, like the point dude, where if she's. You looking. can have a score for me that really grabs you into a movie. I am a hundred percent it. That is why, like Star Wars, honestly, uh, uh, no, I want to say John Goodman, um. John Williams. Oh, man. That's why John, John Williams, Williams kicks ass and why Star Wars is so good because John Williams murders it with his score and it really like grips you and grabs you in the movie. And this one, I should have looked up. I'm going to look it up right now and do the score because I got nothing else on Arrival. Great movie. Go watch it. All right. Independence Day. Yeah, you start. I got to look this up. Yes, yeah, so since this is my number two. I mean, again... The all-star cast, you have uh, Will Smith. Um, oh, my God. Is it J- uh, Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Jeff Goldblum. Um, Jeff Goldblum. There we go. That was one that I was on my, that was on the tip of my tongue. I just – I remember watching this movie. Um, Time out. Time out. Sorry. I looked up <laughs> – I looked up the composer's name for Arrival, and uh, his name is Johan Johannesson. <laughs> 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 All right, never mind. Never mind. He's a loser. He's a loser. Sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> I can't get over that. <laughs> oh, okay. But Independence Day, I watched this through with my dad and uh, when I was a kid. And I don't know, man. There's just so much about this movie that is so awesome. And then, like, there's one point, there's one scene that really sticks out to me now. Uh, and it's where all the hippies go up onto the building to greet the aliens. If you think about what would happen realistically, like realistically, you know there's a group of people that would actually go do that and actually be like, "We're peaceful. We're here to like hang out with you." <laughs> and then there's probably a group of people that'd be like, "Yeah, I'm I'm fine with the aliens blowing up the planet. That that's good by me." No, one of my favorite parts about that movie is the people in the cities. Like all are like gathering around the ships when they're coming up, and then they blow up everything. And then you see like, uh, then like later in the movie when everyone's getting ready for like the final battle, all rednecks. Like everybody that's getting ready to fight is rednecks because they're all living out in the country. And they'd be like, "No, fuck that! I'm not going near that goddamn thing to check it out. Like they're here to kill us. Let's load our guns up. Let's get this shit going." Yep, <laughs> the There's, guy that fucking uh, ends it all. Oh man! Oh, uh, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid yeah. ends it all, dude, and that is the craziest motherfucker on planet Earth. <laughs> that dude lives in Canada for outstanding like warrants in the U.S. and shit. <laughs> like that's real life. 
That's why I love any 90s movie with Randy Quaid because I'm just like, God, that guy was so funny and he was so awesome. And then he just lost his mind. <laughs> what did he do? I don't know. I can't remember what he did, but he does not live in the U.S. But he makes videos about like the U.S. government and shit like this all the time. Like Randy Quaid is – Randy Quaid's amazing. Love him. Any movie. That's Vacation funny. like uh, this. He's in Kingpin. I love Kingpin. That's a great movie. Uh, hold on. I got actually – I got to crack a beer for Independence Day because there is no more American movie than Independence Day. Okay, so I'm, Independence Day is one of my favorite 4th of July traditions. It's always on like FX or TBS or something like that or TNT or something. Every 4th of July, at least like three times a day. So I can watch like bits of it and catch it throughout the day. Watch the whole movie while I'm drinking and grilling out and going to the lake or whatever. Uh, There's so many things I love about this movie. Like... The special effects, like we were talking about the mothership scene where they blow everything up, where they blow up the White House and uh, uh, the Empire State Building. Those are amazing scenes because, like, classic, like, late 90s. uh, Yeah. And we were just, like, that was the year we were born. So, like, probably the first time we saw that movie, we were like, yeah, this is a little old, but it doesn't look, like, that bad. So, like, Mm -hmm. it's good nostalgia movie as well uh i think there are three like key scenes in this movie that make it amazing so i'll break those down real quick uh the speech scene obviously where bill pullman who plays the president of the united states which may be the most perfect pick as a president in any movie i've ever seen because bill pullman (laughs) who wouldn't vote for that man i mean you're you're absolutely correct (laughs) uh but where he gives the speech to everyone at that airbase, um, talking about how like the Fourth of July isn't going to be an American holiday anymore; it's going to be a world holiday. We're not fighting against tyranny and oppression; we're fighting against annihilation. And when he says, "And we will not go quietly in the night," chills every single fucking time. That is such every a goddamn time. Maybe the most like the best speech. In any movie ever. Love it. Um, And then the second one is the Will Smith scene where he's uh, fighting that alien spaceship. And then he's like dragging it through the desert after that, after he kills it. <laughs> because that's full of... I love that scene. Yeah, that's full of 90s Will Smith just badassery. Plus like a bunch of stupid quips and quotes he says. Which I can... One I remember is he finally gets the alien spaceship to crash and he like lands in his parachute or whatever and he goes over to the alien spaceship and the alien like like pops its head out or whatever and he punches the alien in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And then he goes, no, he pulls a cigar out of his pocket and he goes, no, that's what I call a close encounter. I mean, that's (laughs) just, that's just 90s quips and will smith to a t and also something from that scene if anyone like wants to go watch this movie after they listen to this or whatever notice in that scene when he falls from his parachute will smith does it is the like a really bad mannequin like cut that they have it's like 
this thing just like flops to the ground. If someone landed like that in a parachute, they would break both of their legs. <laughs> I, I don't think I've looked at that very close. <laughs> and then I guess I did already bring it up. The other scene would have been uh, like all the explosion scenes. Cause the, I mean, it's just fun special effects. And I was like, I was kind of catching up on some scenes because I've been watching this probably since last 4th of July. Uh, I just noticed when I was catching up on some scenes, so the final mothership scene where Randy Quaid saves it all. Mm-hmm. Do you, you had an N64, right? Yep. That scene is exactly like the planet in Star Fox where you first meet Star Wolf. I don't and think you fight the mothership that. on Star Fox that. 64. I like it was, it was weird because I I didn't look at when sixty four came out, but it, they're like very very similar vibes and feels to that whole scene and everything. And it's the exact same thing. Like the core comes down and it's like get a blow up whatever building is under you, and that's like you got to save it. It's very odd, but that is like a nostalgia crossover there. Awesome. This, oh god. I haven't seen that. I don't know that exact reference, so I might have to look that up because that's like I love that scene in the movie because he's just so he's like, yeah, I'm ready to go. He's just like so ready to do it. It's like Mm -hmm. that's hype. And then Bill Pullman, the president, just hops in like a I couldn't tell you what kind of plane it is, but he just hops in and starts fighting like like you could just hop they, in a plane and just a, 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 maybe not a plane. Maybe you could figure that out, but like a fighter jet, no chance. Dude, no, you can't hop in. I, I to limit the work talk. I work in some VR like air stuff. There's no way anybody can just hop into a plane and be like, "Yep, I get this." Yeah, got it done. No plane, <laughs> none. Maybe the Wright brothers' first plane. Maybe other than that. No. So there's like all these buttons and these joysticks, right? Yeah. No, I'm good. I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> I think one of the one of my favorite things is they have to have the hacker nerd in in the ship. Mm-hmm. He's just so nervous the whole time. <laughs> He's flying around. Oh god. Yeah. So that's so Jeff difficult. Goldblum. Maybe the he greatest. plays it so well. Oh, it's like yeah, we haven't even uh, brought up how amazing Jeff Goldblum is in this movie. Sexiest man alive, dude. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. Oh well, hold on. No, the sex. We know the sexiest man alive is. It's Wilson from Home Improvement. Oh, absolutely. I tell you, (laughs) man, those eyebrows. Let me tell you what. (laughs) Those cheekbones. I would tell you what what that chin looks like, but they'd kill me. Tim Allen would come in and and kill me right now. Off of Tim Allen is a rat bastard. (laughs) High off a whole bunch of cocaine. (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness does that wrap up our chat for the top five movies focusing on aliens yeah i like i like i couldn't believe we had three in common honestly yeah that's kind of insane i thought there would be completely I we were talking about it before day, though i knew independence day was gonna be on that was I, when i said i think some we're reason, the same number ones i didn't know that you had seen arrival for some reason so i was like Oh, come on. This would be a good one. But uh, what I will say is to you know, any listener I go that has movies that, alone, Luke. I mean, that movie came out a long time ago, didn't it? That was like 2016. Yeah. 
four years ago. That's, I mean, remember we all thought uh, yeah. that was a bad year. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, to anybody that hasn't seen Arrival, I would suggest uh, yeah. watching it. I'll try to find maybe a place that you can watch it. I don't really. I feel like if we you can can't both... find it anywhere, uh, stream it illegally. Yeah, I feel like we can both agree here. If you want to, like, if you're interested in any of these movies, I would go watch Arrival first. If you want a funny one, then go watch Hitchhikers. If you I haven't seen Independence Day, who are you? Wait till the 4th of July. Wait till the 4th of July, but that's a must-see American classic. Yeah, I mean, whew. Or at least go watch the Bill Pullman speech and tell me you don't want to watch that movie. Tell me you don't want to fight for the world. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to lay down everything. <laughs> fight. I'm going to chug my beer thinking about that. True. Wait. We forgot to do our honorable mentions. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, go, go. All right. First one, hot take, Lilo and Stitch. Ooh. Was that, okay. Is that like your big, your big reveal? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. I think the next one. I mean, that one's kind of like a, people probably wouldn't think about it. Great movie still. Alien's main point, plot point, and yeah, no, good. I like that pick. All right. Did you see they're doing a live action of that? Oh, yeah, it sounds terrifying. Yeah, that no. sounds kind of horrifying. Yeah, no, that stitch is going to be horrifying. I mean, um, unless they do it kind of like Detective Pikachu, but yeah, okay, no, that's a good point. Um, speaking of Tim Allen, Galaxy Quest, and Alan Rickman, another R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Oh man, Galaxy Quest is a great movie. I mean, just like a fun. Again, 90s movie, but not nearly as good as Independence Day. All right. This is my hottest take. Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders. Oh, no. That is not what I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah, dude. Wow. That that movie just... Oh, yeah. man. I feel like, I don't know, any any uh, 90s kid has seen that movie. I just love that movie so much. I for, Yeah, no. My favorite Scooby-Doo one was... Uh, the cyber one cyber chase oh yeah, my cyber gosh chase. that's such a that's good the, one too because they run through the video games yeah oh, i think that's I love the best that. one. i haven't i didn't even think about that one that's a good that's a great pick uh i got two more uh first one mars attacks that is a hilariously bad movie i don't think i've yeah. ever even seen that oh I, uh, about it it's like Dude, the, the Martians are dumb. Like, the president of the United States is dumb. Uh, it follows, like, a... I can't even really... It's a very, very dumb movie. It's Tim Burton. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's Tim yeah, Burton in, like, the 90s. Very weird movie. The Martians are hilarious. But, yeah. Uh, Mars Attacks. And then my hot take, Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. Oh my gosh, dude. I did. I was going to include that. Oh man, such a great movie. That is an amazing kid movie. That's nostalgia for our generation, I feel like, to a T. I don't think there's anyone that's our age. I, I guess there's probably some people, but like 95% of American kids our age probably have seen that movie. God, I love that movie. Dude, Didn't that movie come the- before the TV show, too? No, or is that no, it was in the middle of it, like because oh, there were episodes okay. after that. Uh, but when they turn all the amusement park rides into spaceships, dude, 
That was every, that Jimmy Neutron. That movie's every kid's dream. Besides, you know, your parents getting ever. abducted and shit. And that's but, where we got Shane. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Sheen. Sheen. Yeah, Sheen screaming. I'm peeing in the shower. Oh my gosh, man! If I didn't make our ear, our listeners' ears bleed, I'd do it right now. But do it. I just do I can't. <clears throat> I'm about to turn away from the mic, so it might sound weird, but <laughs> it's out line. I love that movie so much. And the aliens are hilarious. They're I just mean, eggs. Mm-hmm. They're literal eggs. It's... <laughs> Dude. They're, they're massive monsters. Just a chicken. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Yeah, those, no, those are my honorable mentions. All right. Oh, man. I thought our hot take was going to be the same. That's what I thought. But I like to hear shit. I'm going to have to watch that. Damn. Damn movies. Yeah. No, that's all I had. All right. Well, I just want to say a thank you to everybody who listened to episode one. Yeah, seriously. Like, it's it's not many, but we'd really seriously appreciate it. It's awesome. Uh, it might have been a little rocky, but I think uh, we'll get our feet here. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to see improvement and be able to enjoy the episodes just as much. Yeah, uh, thumb in through so much money that I need three hands to count it.